I'll get you Butler. I'm your host, the Albert Android. Or, if you would prefer, Butler. Hey, I'll get you Butler. Hey. I know that was terrible. I promise I won't do that again. So, one of the things I remember, guys, about my first couple of days in the job of being on the buses was how scary and daunting it was to get behind the wheel of such a, a large vehicle. Um, to put things into perspective, I'd only passed my car test uh, just a little over a year earlier at the uh, age of 18. And uh, when I did eventually pass my bus test, uh, I was only into my 19s. And yeah, that's quite young. And I've noticed there's been a couple of uh, instances recently where I've seen um, a young lassie on uh, Twitter and uh, and the TikTok that has been sort of getting a little bit of hate because it's, oh, you're too young to drive a bus, you don't, you know, and it's like, I'm sorry, but if you are capable of passing the test, doing the instructions, and you can do that safely into a, a standard which the DVSA uh, and your instructors find you know, adequate and safe, then, you know, age doesn't make a difference. I mean, like I say, I passed my test at 19. I was driving buses uh, in Leeds for two years. Um, before I was even 30, I was driving continental coaches, uh, doing long-distance runs to places like Croatia and and France and Spain and Germany and, and such like. So, at the end of the day, age shouldn't matter if you're capable of doing the job, but... I slightly digress. So, I started my training at uh, one of uh, several depots that uh, were in Leeds, and I do believe this depot still exists, um, and it was Bramley Depot, and if you are listening to this and you're from the area, um, like I say, you'll you'll know Bramley. Um, so that was the depot where all the training and everything was done at first in uh, West Yorkshire, or for Leeds at least. And yeah, so we went up there and it was a, you know, a little bit of a nervous day, didn't really know anybody, although I was about to get to know somebody. And with a bit of luck, we may be able to get him onto the podcast at some point so you can uh, have a little chitty chat with him. And uh, you'll see uh, he's a very, very likeable character, a genuine grumpy old man. Um... And I'll, I mean, he will not begrudge me for saying that because he'll admit it is the first one to do so. But uh, anyway, so before we get on to the driving of the buses and that, I'll tell you the story behind uh, meeting my good friend. And um, so it goes into the canteen and sitting around waiting for our instructors to, to take us, uh, to meet our instructors so we can go out and start uh, learning how to drive a bus. And I'm sat there and I'm minding my own business and I'm sat at this table, which I soon realised was the uh, nobody wants to sit at this table because everybody has their cliques, so this was the only vacant table. So anyway, a couple more guys uh, turned up and sat there, who were uh, clearly trainees, just like myself. And uh, this, uh, and I'll use the term gentleman very, very loosely at this point. This gentleman turns up and sits down and he went, Who's the inbred bastard's car in the car park? And I'm like, 
what are you on about? It's just, oh, the, the guy who's got a Castleford Tigers sticker in the back of his car, who's he? <laughs> and I went, yeah, that's my car. And, uh, <laughs> well, it started from there, basically. Um, now, just in case some of you are wondering why is he calling um, <laughs> my car an inbred bastard's car, Basically, uh, I'm a rugby league fan as well, and I support the Castleford Tigers. And my uh, good friend, this uh, at this point in the story, this gentleman was a Leeds Rhinos fan. Now, if you know anything about rugby league, you'll know that that there is a bit of a rivalry there. And uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's kind of funny because. We take the mick out of each other. We rip each other new ones, and this goes for any fans. But at the end of the day, it's all in good. It's all in good fun. It's just a little bit of ribbing, and we've been good friends ever since. All because of that rivalry between Castleford and Leeds, and even to this day, even though I am still a Castleford Tigers fan, and he has uh, defected to the Featherstone Rovers. Uh, and again, if you know your rugby league, you know that's also uh, one of the arch nemeses of the Castleford Tigers. So he's still on the uh, the wrong side of the fence there. And um, but yeah, we still give each other a stick, and we're still good friends, even though we are now about two hundred and fifty miles away from each other. I'm living in Scotland; he still lives in Leeds. Uh, retired, very happily retired from the buses. But more on that in a future episode. But yeah, so um, we started that friendship there. That was the, a great start, and it's something that's I still have to this day. Like I just said, um, I say unfortunately, but it probably was a good thing that we were we had separate instructors. We had different instructors. Um, so our instructor came, and it was me and a couple of other guys, and um, he went away with his and. Uh, like I say, we went out for a drive in the bus. Now, we didn't go out on the main road on the first day um, because, let's be honest, we I, at the time, drove a Ford KA. Um, now, I don't believe that ever actually got released in America, but it was a, a UK thing, possibly a European thing. It's a very small, compact car. Um, so, at best, probably about maybe eight feet long, if that. Um probably a little bit longer but I'm no good at uh, like say the size of the cars on this particular without actually you know physically getting out and measuring it but it was a small car so for, to go from that to something that is 40 feet give or take um and about 11 ton that's a big step up so they they don't let you out on the road straight away and yeah we took it for a so Bramley Depot has like a one-way system, so it's like a circuit. It's quite a big depot, so um, because it has this circuit uh, where you can basically go around and not actually have to physically leave the confines of the yard, um, that meant we could go for a, a practice run. And we did that a couple of times. We took it in turns and just took it nice and steady around, uh, around the depot. And it was weird. It was really weird. Um, <laughs> and once we got a couple of days later after, you know, after we'd done that a few times, we eventually got to go out onto the main road. And I'll always remember driving out on, we're, we're going along and 
you just hear the instructor lean over and said, uh, you want to speed it up a little bit? Now, to me, it honestly felt like I was going a million miles an hour in this thing because this thing's huge. The, the, when you drive something big, slow speeds seem so much faster than they do in your car, for example. Um, don't know why that is. You know, it's probably some physics involved here that, you know, relativity and all that bollocks, I don't know. But there's there's a feeling that you're going a lot faster. And I felt I was doing like about 30, you know, 28, 25, 30 miles an hour. Turns out I was actually only doing about 22, 20 miles an hour. Um, and... It took a little while to get used to that, to get to, um, to get to used to the speed and how you know how it operates and how it how the dynamics work and such. And it amazes me now to think that I went from and this probably the same for anybody else that's driven a large vehicle when they start first off, is going from tenderly driving round the corners, you know feeding the steering wheel round like it's the most valuable thing in the world to basically sitting back in the seat, one-handed, big wheeling it round corners, which um, a lot of people do. Um, now, I have been... I actually found out that uh, in a test environment now, and I don't think it was the case back then, as long as you have full control over the steering, there's, they, they don't mind the... The, the feeding, you know, they don't, there's a mis, you know, I always used to think it was the, um, you had to feed it through, but uh, no, you can actually sort of uh, pour it through, as uh, some people would call it, but if you don't, you know, if you don't understand, it's not, you know, what I'm saying is, don't worry about it, I'm, I'm waffling, yes, first waffle of the season, Ailey, I know you've subscribed to this and you are listening, so uh, I do apologise. But I'm going to leave these things in because at the end of the day, it's a story. I'm telling it. It adds to the shiteness. <laughs> but yeah, it's amazing to me now how I can drive um, something that's up. That's the biggest thing I've ever driven is 15 meters long. And it amazes me that I drove something that was only, you know, a tooth, a third of that, that length. And it was like, oh my god, it's like this thing's huge. Um, and just on a closing note for this uh, for this episode, and I remember when I drove the bus out on the main road for the first time, and then did the day of that, and then got back into my car. I thought it was I thought it was something wrong, but it turns out it is actually a lot. Of people, everybody does this. Um, you go from driving the bus for the first time, getting into your car, and you either do one of several things. You either take the corners wide because you've been, you know, because in a bus you have to take a corner a lot wider because, the, you know, obviously the wheelbase is a lot longer. So you either take the corners wide. Or the other thing that uh, a lot of people tend to do is when they go for the handbrake, they end up going for the door. Um, because, obviously... When you're on a bus, you can't physically have a handbrake to the left of you because you, you've got your cab door and your ticket machine and everything. But when you go, uh, so the handbrake is on the right-hand side on a bus, or at least on most buses. Some manuals do have it on the left-hand side, coaches and such. But many service buses, it's, it's a little lever on the right-hand side. So 
after doing that for a few days, you, you were going for the going for the handbrake and <laughs> trying to open your door. Um, but you soon you soon get used to it, and then after a little while, you can jump from your car to your bus, uh, from a different size of bus to a small bus, big bus. Uh, any size of vehicle and once you've done it and you got used to it you can just interchange between the two and it, it doesn't last for very long um but yeah i mean there's a lot more to the process than just what i've exp- uh, you know what i've talked about today um but like i say i'm this i don't want to go into too much detail i'm talking about the different things as and when they come into my head um trying to keep some form of linear timeline um with the podcast so um but yeah that's um that's pretty much sums up uh, this episode and uh, i hope you are enjoying listening to me um uh, talk about uh and randomly talk about my my journey through the buses and various different things so appreciate you if you are still here and you are still listening so on that note i'd like to close off and uh, wish you all the best and hopefully we will see you again next week and if you have any um, questions that you would like me to talk about uh, I'll answer on the podcast if you have any comments um, or just if you just want to get in touch by all means please do so you can do that via at Alba Android on Twitter and uh, if you wish to get in touch with uh, me by email on the podcast, uh, you can do that using Spock the Week Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, just mention in the uh, email title, I'll get you Butler, uh, just so I know which podcast you are talking about, because it's the one email for the two, two podcasts that we do have. Um, if you are, as always, if you are interested in Star Trek in any way, shape or form, you can listen to Spock the Week and you can follow that at Spock the Week uh, on at Spock Week on Twitter. So uh, that's us at our terminus for this week. Uh, please make sure you have all your personal belongings with you when you leave the podcast and we hope to see you again very soon. Mm-hmm.